0: To see the light of day podcast, I am Andrea Lachey. On this episode, we are talking to Kimberly Jones, one of our essential workers. She has been on the front line as a nurse during the pandemic, and we would like to hear her point of view on what's going on. <laughs> First off, tell us a little about yourself. Okay.
1: Uh, My name is Kimberly Jones, Kim with the Q. I am a registered nurse from Houston, Texas. I am currently away on deployment um, on a COVID crisis assignment. Um, I am a nursepreneur, have a couple of businesses, some in the making, some that are already um, up and running. Also, I uh, mentor CNAs back home in Houston. And some people ask me to um, mentor them when I meet them in various places, whether they're in Houston or not. So that's
0: me describe your routine before the pandemic hit okay so um, for me before the pandemic
1: um, if people know me you know I'm a very bubbly outgoing person kind of like a social butterfly you can see me at a lot of events you know faithfully every Sunday I'm in church on Tuesdays at choir rehearsal um, working in the hospital on the mid surge unit and just living life, having fun, you know, being outgoing, shopping all the time. If you know me, um, that was me before the pandemic. Spending time with my family and friends and my boo thing, um, things like that.
0: Oh. so you're not shopping online? Ooh, Jesus.
1: Yeah, a little bit too much. <laughs> oh, deliver me! <laughs> it's, easy, it's too easy, too easy. Amazon. Help me. <laughs>
0: okay. It's the devil. <laughs> the devil. The yes. devil. <laughs> so, how has your life changed since the pandemic started? Well, since the
1: pandemic started, um, whew, I could say I have not had a lot of contact with, you know, most of my friends um, outside of work. Um, family, I still go and see my family when I was um, back at home. But it will always be in the back of my mind because Mm -hmm. I am an essential worker working in a hospital when I was home, working on a COVID unit. Oh, if I visit my family, would I spread COVID to them? So it was always in the back of my mind, you know, having that fear Mm -hmm. of spreading COVID to them. So for that reason, I have been COVID tested quite a bit. I think so far it's been like seven or eight times I've been tested because I don't want to, you know, bring this horrible virus to anybody that i love or anybody period cuz you don't know if you pass it to someone if they can fight that virus off yeah. if you live you might give it to somebody who can't fight it off and they may die so since the pandemic it's been me being isolated most of the time I'll go on my family um, before the pandemic ever started years ago at work, I will always wear a mask. They call me the mask nurse. I don't know why I would wear a mask at work, <laughs> maybe because of the feel like men, but I've always worn a mask at work. So that part is not new for me. The N95 mask and uh, wearing the respirators at work, that's new for me. I am asthmatic. So sometimes it's hard to breathe in those things. So mm-hmm. that's how my life has changed. Um, not being able to go to church on Sunday, um, you know, it's it's different, you know, even though we worship from a live stream or whatever they do, it's still a little bit different. So that's how my life has changed since the pandemic started. What is your day like when you go to work on your job? So my day um, while on this deployment, I go into work. You know, you got to gear up when you get there, put on your N95 mask or your I wear a respirator. I think it's, um, for me, I think it's more safe. Um, you got your gown on, your shoe covers, and imagine being in these, this kind of thing in and out for a 12-hour shift. You're hot, you're sweaty, you can't breathe, um, and you get your assignment. Um, and at first, when I uh, came to this deployment, uh, particularly, we were getting um, two to three patients. Well, as the pandemic, you know, picked up, the numbers got higher, we were taking four patients. And imagine taking care of four COVID patients. Mind you, these patients are like critically ill. Most of them, most of them ain't taking care of four of them. And you're in and out of their rooms all night throughout the shift because they can't breathe. They need comfort. Their family can't be with them. You got to be that family member. You got to, you know, comfort them in the best way that you know how to help them get through. It's, it's sad, you know. Then you have uh, nurses you're working with. You got to social distance from them even though you may see us on a picture or social media, whatever, with our mask down for a minute, we have to breathe too, you know? So that's my day-to-day routine with um, being at work. Some nights are good, some nights are bad. Some nights I laugh, some nights I cry, some nights I do both. Um, Some nights you have colds all night, cold blues all night, meaning someone's heart stopped. And you gotta go in each room and perform CPR to help save this patient because they have crashed their heart stopped, They're not breathing. So it can be very intense. And I don't think people really get that and understand, you know, these people are here by themselves with no family around. So even for the patient, they go through their emotions, but us or me, I can say for myself, as a caregiver you have emotions as well because if you're in this business for the right reason it's going
0: to affect you emotionally it's going to with seeing that much death Mm -hmm. at one time or that many people sick at one time how are you emotionally to be
1: truthfully honest and transparent i have days when i have literally broke down at work had a whole meltdown because i wanted to i'm fighting for this one patient to make it and you get the news, oh, he has to be intubated and transferred to ICU. And I, you know, you have a meltdown because you're really fighting for this patient to make it. And with this pandemic, um, as nurses or as healthcare providers, you actually get in connection with these patients' families and you get to know them on a personal level. So they have to call them and say, hey, dad has to go to ICU or dad has to be tubed or dad passed away. It's it's hard. So sometimes I do break at work um, because I am human. They teach you in nursing school, oh, don't show your emotions. If you're a human, that's going to fly out the door. Um, And if you're really compassionate about what you do, it's going to fly out the door. Um, The second thing that I do, um, I pray around the clock. I did that anyway when I was at home, but I find myself doing it more now. Because sometimes you feel yourself about to lose it, and you're like, I got to snap back. I got to get in thinking mode to save the patient's life so I do a lot of praying. I do a lot of meditating, um, after work. Um, I listen to my gospel music every day. I, uh, read devotionals, um, pull my Bible out, read my scriptures, um, uh, things that remind me that, you know, even though I am on the front line, I know that God put me in this position and he's going to carry me through no matter how I feel, no matter my emotions, he's going to see me through because this is what I was called to do. So I've been spending a lot of time, you know, with the meditations, the, the uh, Bible reading, the spiritual aspect yeah. of, uh, because if people know me, they know that I am a true and firm believer in God and I believe that he is carrying me and I'm still here, five months in the game, so something is going right with me doing the meditation <laughs> and stuff because I'm telling you, sometimes I feel like
0: I can't go on but I'm still here. Have you ever seen what's going on right now, ever in your career? I have before not. Now? um I've been a nurse, you know,
1: over over a decade and some change but I've never seen nothing like this in my life. Never. Never.
0: So have you seen um, any retired nurses coming back to the nursing profession to help you? you know, uh, me personally, I haven't seen many come
1: back um, to help, especially on the COVID unit. And I personally think they don't come back because they say if you're older, if the virus okay. gets you, you
0: have a less chance of making it. And I think they're kind of probably scared. That makes total sense. If you could change one thing about what's going on right now, what would it be? If I could change one thing about what's going on... I would say if people can
1: just take out the political aspect, oh, it's fake. Oh, you voted for that president. Oh, you did this, you did that. Take that out of it and just look at it for what it is. It's here. It is real. I see it every single day. I'm exposed every single day. I see people die almost every single day. It's real. If I could change anything, it would be for people just to take it for what it is, whether you're a Republican, Democrat, whatever. It's here. It's real. Listen to what the experts are telling you. Wear your mask, you know, social distance, you know, just stop taking it as a joke because it's not a joke to me because I see people losing their lives every day.
0: And it's very, very, very sad. The key things are to listen to the experts and really help help out the nurses and the doctors by just wearing a mask and social distancing. Exactly. It's very simple. I agree. What do you think your new normal will be after the I pandemic? think my new normal
1: after the pandemic, I believe that for me, Going in public, I think I'll probably be wearing a mask for a very long time just because this virus is new. And I know that no one knows everything about the virus. I'm living in a hotel right now, but I'll go like get a package from the front desk. And one day, I left my hotel room without my mask on accident. And I got to the elevator and ran back because I just felt naked without a mask on my face. Mm-hmm. It sucks, but it's what it yes. is. And I know me. I wanna live a long time, you know. I don't know my fate or what when I when I will pass away or whatever, but I don't wanna slim my chances mm-hmm. by being disobedient or trying to be a hero or just wanna look good. So I'm gonna wear my mask.
0: Yes, they do it in Asia. I think we will be okay. I think people are just
1: thinking right, about it. Too right. Much. And I think that, you know, <laughs> um yeah. some people get it twisted, like no one's saying live in fear. But please be cautious, if not for yourself, mm-hmm. for somebody else, because you can get somebody else sick if you have this virus. And even though you don't have any symptoms, you still can be positive.
0: Yep. That's well,
1: right. Asymptomatic. On, medical words, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I look get the news some days. I can't watch too much too of much. it. It's too much at one time. Absolutely. It's like, ah, too much. Too much going on. Too much so why did you decide to become, a nurse? to become a nurse because
1: i love helping people um while i was in high school i was working at a hospital um in houston in a medical center for um 10 years where i became a nurse and i transitioned on in there and i just like i had so many friends that were way older than me that i hung around and they were all nurses and i think that kind of pushed me to want to be a nurse you know, being around them um seeing what they do and me being in the medical field so young um, I never was a CNA, but I was a, a medical assistant. That transitioned into a PCT that they call them, kind of the same thing, but you do more things. And I just love that thrill and to see things. I never thought I'd be doing this, but I like to help people. That's my passion is to help people, and you know, cater to them in that aspect. Is that what you're enjoying? I most do. I like job? to help people, and at this moment right now, um, I could say. I enjoy seeing a, pa- I can remember an incident. I had a patient to come in, young guy, around my age, 38. And he got into his room, isolated, of course. And his first question to me was, "Who? Uh, when do I tell you who my emergency contact is so that when I can't make decisions for myself anymore, you can call them? And I looked at him and I said, you think he's gonna die? And he was like, yes, because of the statistics on the news, this is going to happen to you. You get COVID, you're going to die.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And for me to sit down in that room and talk wow. to him, ask him about his faith, ask him, do he, does he believe in God? Things like that. And then to see him walk out of that hospital, even though it was three weeks later, he walked out of that hospital, COVID-free, on a little oxygen, but he went home with his family. That's a joy for me. I love it.
0: What would you say to someone who wanted to become a nurse, but after seeing what's going on right now in the pandemic is questioning their nursing I would tell
1: them to make sure that this is something you're not doing for money. Make sure it's a passion. Because it's not easy. It is hard. And it can drain you. And if you are not built for it, it will break you. It will definitely break you.
0: To some of the nurses, other nurses that are in the COVID-19 units what would you what encouragement would you give them I'm a
1: firm believer in self care I would say Mm -hmm. you know take time for yourself meditate meditate, pray most importantly pray and get in contact with God that is the key and if they don't believe in God I don't know what to tell them I don't know what to tell them because That is truly what's keeping me, (laughs) truly what's keeping me because, you know, if people that know me, I'm very sensitive, um, sensitive person. And to think that I've been here five months and some change right now, I never thought in a million years that I'll be bagging as many bodies as I have in one night, coding patients, that many patients in one night and still being able to come into work. I never would have thought in a million years and I, I know one person that's keeping me, you know, doing what I'm doing and that's God. So I would really encourage any nurse out there that believes in God is to tap in to the higher power for your strength because it's you're going to gonna be stressed out. It, it's going to get there. It's going to be a hard time and you're going to be like, can I still do this? Is this for me? I question myself when I revert back to my, you know, to God and my meditations and my praying I'm still here, you know. I have my moments. We're all human. I cry here and there, but he'll
0: give you the strength to push through. And if you don't, yeah, and if you don't have emotions, don't then have there emotions, is something wrong it's time with to you. To go. Because to see it's time to change yes. careers. Yep. <laughs> that yeah, that's right. Exactly. That's when you've checked out. So, how could people help nurses right I would now? Say wear masks, be
1: respectful and kind. If you, I've seen so many things on social media. Oh nurses, they talking about they paying them this and that. They should, they don't need, yes, we do. We need more. Because for one, if your family member is in a situation which, you know, is happening right now, you hate to say it, we're there taking care of the family member. You're, you know, family call all day, all night at the hospital. We're taking your call. So yes, we deserve what we're getting. Plus more. It's not an easy task to be exposed to this virus day in and day out. You know, I leave the hospital sometime. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, did I do everything right last night? Did I catch the um virus? You know, I've, I haven't been sick not one time, thank the Lord, since I've been here. I'm gonna have a little tickle in my throat and I'm like, uh, I know I ain't, no, I ain't got no COVID. You know, it, it makes you think about stuff like that. <laughs> so for us to be in that situation, we sweat yes. in this gear all day, we can barely breathe trying to save your loved one's life. Please just cut us some slack, you know. Be kind. You know, we're in a field that we're really not respected as nurses, to be honest. So just be kind. If you see a nurse making a TikTok video, let them live. You don't know the outlet that we need because we're seeing so much death. Give us a we have we need an outlet. So don't judge us by what we're doing or if we post here and there or a funny video. We deserve that. We really deserve that. And it may sound like I'm, you know, being a little cocky or mm-hmm. high and mighty by saying this, but I'm telling you. What I see, they I wish I could take my phone in the hospital for one shift. I wish I could. I promise you, a lot of people will change their thinking, they'll wear their mask, they'll be kind, and they'll love when they love with a little bit harder.
0: Yes, it's crazy, it's upsetting about all of this. Oh, it's that far. they're judging yes. from afar and not absolutely, yeah, up front. What have you learned personally I during have, this I've pandemic
1: to really? cherish my loved ones my friends family and not take things for granted because um i've seen so many all ages and i I never forget a night when someone passed away from covid that was younger than me that was a turning point for me like i was freaked out not gonna lie i was freaked out for a minute and i was like what this person is younger than me this could be me so it just taught me that you know, the, the biggest mistake we make sometimes is thinking we thinking we have time and we never know. So this pandemic has taught me, be genuine, love on your loved ones, keep them close, don't hold back feelings. If you feel something about somebody, let them know, you know, and just be, try to be a good person, you know, because it's, to see somebody here one day, think they're going to go home and they're dead the next day, it is Crazy. And it makes you just value life mm-hmm. that much more. Like I never thought in a million years I'd be working in a time like this. Never thought. And now that I'm here, it just making me think something you thought were important, not as not, not as important as they were. Never will be. But just, you know, mm-hmm. love on your loved ones. Um take care of yourself. Um I know with this pandemic, a lot of people are going through mental health challenges, and that's okay. Get help. If you need to talk to a counselor, do it. People think that it's a bad thing. I'm a firm believer. If you need help, get it.
0: Take care of yourself. Yep. I believe in prayer, but at the same time, that's right. some people need that's right. prayer and a counselor. You're so, right. Yep. Have
1: you taken the vaccine? I have not taken the vaccine yet. I, at first, to be honest, I was totally against the vaccine. I'm not taking that, and blah blah blah. I don't know what's in it because um <laughs> I am a um an asthmatic been for since I was five years old and mm-hmm. every year I get the flu shot. I didn't even get the flu shot last year because I was so scared what they're putting in this shot. And I was really against the vaccine at first. I'm not for it or against it right now. Um several of the nurses that I'm here mm-hmm. with have gotten the vaccine and after that second dose they were really sick. So, um, at this time, I feel like God has carried me through when I'm good. So I'm going to hold off until I'm able to, you know, mm-hmm. go home and research it for myself to see what it is, especially if I plan to come back out and deploy later on down the line, if this is going on, you know, I want to protect myself as much as possible, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be away from home and possibly get sick like some nurses did here when they got their second dose. So I'm not forward or against it, but I want to do more research for myself before I take it. If I take it.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's, that's smart. And what I tell people that's, it. is, that's right? it's between that's you right. and God. So I don't personally get um, the right. flu shot unless I'm working with kids. So it's between you and God. And like I tell people too, You know, your fear of getting the vaccine or your fear of not getting the vaccine, you're in the same boat. So your faith really comes in. That's right. When you do whatever God wants you to do. So if God wants you to get it, then you need to get it. If God doesn't want you to get it, then you don't get it. It's that simple. At the end of the day, like you were talking about, you have to have a foundation. You have to. This is where you need to have a relationship with God. This is where it gets real because your choice is going to determine your future. And every choice we make every day, even before this pandemic was life and death. It's just right now you see a lot of death. So you really think it's life and death now. But even before this, it was life and death. So um, me personally, the vaccination question, it's you need to do, what's best for you, what your spirit is aligned with, and what God is telling you to do. Well, I want to thank you for being a nurse, for being on the front line, for risking your life and having to put your life on hold for a year or so just to help just all of us, this country, and even the world, because we're all connected right now. Um, What goes on here is um, affecting what's going on in other countries and what's what has happened in other countries is affecting us so you are really helping the world right now um trying to stop this virus so we really i really want to thank you for just just choosing to do it because it's a choice you don't have to do this every day you can choose to be at home so truly thank you